0: Hey, it's your host, Mark Santiago. I'm excited to introduce you to the next level of this podcast, Empowered AF 2.0, 2.0. In this next stage of Empowered AF, we're gonna dive deeper into what it means to be an empowered man in his most advanced form. I'm talking healthy communication, healthy lifestyle, both physically and emotionally, and evolving into the man you've always wanted to be. So stick around and join me in this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. We're gonna talk about conviction.
1: And the real reason you're not where you want to be. Now, for the guys that are just joining, you guys could get your cameras on for the guys that are able to. What's up, William? What's up, JT? What's up, Tom Broad? See some familiar faces. I always appreciate getting cameras on. So it lets me connect with you guys in this like virtual aspect uh, and kind of create a little bit more connection. You know, we have this rule in our Thrive program every guy has to have their camera on. We even had a guy who was in the middle of getting a surgery, literally at the fucking hospital. He turned his camera on. Do you remember this, Josh? He was on the call with us, turns his camera on and he's like, I'm in the hospital. And I was like, that's an excuse. (laughs) That's a good excuse because he was still on. We had a guy that literally like had to go through, got to go through, is in remission, got to go through chemo when he joined Thrive and he still showed up and did the work. So when I get guys on and they don't have cameras on and I'm like, what are you actually doing? What are you actually doing? Because one foot in, one foot out. If you're one foot in, one foot out here, where else is that present in your life?
2: Where else is that present in your life?
1: But guys, I want to talk about the real reason you are not where you want to be. Now, do me a favor, put the number one in the chat. If you currently don't like the now that you're in, if you're like, fuck this, this is limbo, I'm frustrated, I don't know what the hell to do, put the number one in the chat. If you just don't like the now that you're in, and for the guys that are just getting in here, do me a favor, pop those cameras on. What's up, Dave J? Dave J and I are working together right now inside our Thrive and Thrive Plus program. He just literally, I onboarded him the other day. And he has a set like plan for the next 30 days what to do every single day from A to Z, starting with first thing in the morning and the last thing in the evening. That is the type of conviction we bring guys in on when they're ready to transform. Like for those guys that were in Thrive or we're in we Th- were in Thrive Plus, like guys, shit's changed in the best way. Shit has changed in the best way. Things have gotten to a higher level. Like the things that we're giving guys the things that I'm going to give you today. Now, my goal is to give you guys some value today and give you something tangible. So I'm actually going to give you an assignment that I created just for this call. It's from my private vault. Um, I've been building so many different assignments. Um, I'm finishing my, my doctoral program right now in psychology. And it's really exciting to dive into a lot of the fundamentalism that I'm now bringing into the Thrive program. And yeah, the stash is back. Believe it or not, this is like four days. It's fucking ridiculous. It was like when I had my second child, my testosterone just through the roof. You guys know guys that have like two to three kids. Mark has seven. That man's testosterone's got to be through the fucking ceiling. But guys, each of us here, majority of the guys, are feeling some type of inclination. Like, man, I don't like the now that I'm in. I get it. Now, everything. Everything you've done up until now has led you here. And if here is not where you want to be, that is a firm indicator. It is time to do something different.
2: Do you guys agree? Yeah. Now, how many guys feel a sense of guilt? Put the number two in
1: the chat. If there is something that you have a sense of guilt around, you know, maybe you did something you're not proud of, said something that you wish you hadn't said. However, it's something that you have overthought and overanalyzed multiple times in your head. But finally, you said it.
2: Maybe something you didn't do that you wish you did. Now, I'll add this, guys. There is no amount of
1: overanalyzation, regret, or anything that can change the past. Just like there is no amount of proper planning or pre-planning that can perfectly predict the future. If you could say that 10 times fast, Kidding, guys. Guilt and feel bad for not holding on to my convictions. Yeah. How many guys feel like they're in limbo?
2: Put the number three in the chat if you're in limbo. Just like this in-between place. We're not good, we're not bad. That's a flat line. Most instances, flatline means you're dead.
1: In our program. When a guy is in the red zone, because I have trackers that track every single day, every call you're on, every assignment you're finishing. And when a guy's in the red, they're considered dead. Some of you guys being in limbo, you're in the red. Because it's an in-between place. There's no clarity. There's no conviction. Yeah. Yeah. Not, well, ah, Carl, you always have a choice. You always have a choice. Sometimes we don't like the bitter sweetness in the choice and we'd prefer that it was something different. I hear what you're saying though. I get it. Now, for my guys that are here feeling a little guilty and maybe feeling in limbo, what about shame? How many guys feel shameful or ashamed? Put the number four in the chat if that's present
2: for you. Now, I have no judgment. I just want to get a grid of where guys are at. Because I have a point that I'm getting at.
1: So we've got a couple guys that are feeling shamed or ashamed. And guys, it's totally fine if if that's present. There's this process. It's called the grieving process. And we get to go through our motions of feeling the emotions. If you don't, you're just going to suppress them down. And then regardless of what happens, you're going to internally combust eventually. Trust me, it always happens. I wish it didn't what about guys that are blaming? How many guys are blaming? Maybe we're blaming her. I had a guy literally fucking blame CrossFit once. He got on the call with me and I brought this up at the Arizona event. And I was like, this motherfucker tried to blame CrossFit. And I looked at him and I was like, dude, maybe if you did CrossFit, your wife would desire you more. Don't blame CrossFit for your lack of conviction and certainty and showing up and taking responsibility.
2: And here's what I'm getting at. Guys, when we feel guilty, we start to blame, and it's usually because we feel some type of shame. I empathize for you. Yeah, I I get it, man. I I also recommend for any guy that, that believes there's a personality
1: disorder, unless it's been professionally diagnosed, don't even pay attention to the small detail. Truly. Truly, I empathize for you. Trust me, I lived that life. Mark and I both did. I lived that life. Mine had a professional diagnosis. It was unfortunate. We have a child together. I navigate that process as amicably and gracefully as I can, because I can only control myself. Now, for the guys that are in that guilt cycle, when we're feeling guilty, and I have it back here on the board, interestingly enough, you guys can't see it, and I'm not going to pull it up. But when we're feeling guilty, we usually feel a sense of shame and then we blame. Then usually we go back to feeling guilty. You guys ever recognize that? Maybe we go to like our guy friends and we start to share our woes and every guy's like, yeah, she's a bitch. Fuck her. You could do better. Fuck those friends. Those friends don't love you as much as the people that'll tell you what you need to hear when you don't want to hear it. And I remember like when I was working with Josh. Man, there were times when we had to give some like tough feedback, but necessary. Because those those instances are really the indicators that are going to move you closer. Now, guys, if you're in this
2: guilt cycle, because it feels like all of us have a sense of this present. Now, you have two options from here, gentlemen.
1: You can either one, stay in the cycle of feeling guilty, of blaming, and then feeling ashamed, and woe is me. Misery loves company, and I'm not here to accompany you in your misery. Guilt can do one of two things. It can either pivot us further into a cycle, or it can bridge the gap
2: to ownership. Now, what am I feeling guilty over, and what is mine to take ownership over?
1: Literally, guys, put that in the chat. What is yours to take ownership over? Right now, if you're feeling guilty, what are you feeling guilty about? And what can you take ownership
2: over in that instance? Share in the chat. I'm going to give you guys something special. I'm just piecing it together here. Man. Fully empowered, guilt of failure. I failed to communicate with her.
1: Man, you guys are jazzed this morning. You guys got a lot to say. I love it. Losing my cool. Man, I've been there. My own resentments, losing my cool. Yeah. Not owning my mistakes or vulnerabilities and being able to communicate them properly. Yeah. What were my areas I didn't show up empowered. Failure to fully understand where women are coming from. Maybe the reframe there is being able to fully understand what I'm feeling. And to be able to express where I'm coming from
2: so she can understand me and I can understand her. It always comes back to us. Don't hit the she button. I don't have a blue me button yet, but it's on the way. Because when we're so focused on her, we're still blaming. When you're hitting the she button, we're so focused on her, it's all wrong. There's no ownership there. It's lack. Not owning my emotions with my kids. Yeah. Tell me about the things that you blame. What are the things that you've blamed? Like, I gave you the example. I had a man blaming CrossFit because his wife would go to CrossFit
1: and she would spend time going to the gym, going to CrossFit classes. So we blamed CrossFit for the reason that their marriage was failing. And guess what? We worked together for close to two years. They've created a beautiful new marriage. He's still in the process. But it didn't come just from like motivation and showing up to a Tuesday call. It came from doing the work. I mean that literally. Yeah, I put my company over her needs.
2: Man, I've been there. Guys, let's hear some more. What are are the, the things that you've blamed? It's time. Because I'm going to pair this with what your responsibility is, but we have to really clarify what is it that we blamed first? I blamed the douchebag that she cheated with. Yeah, fuck that guy. Let's hear some more, guys. Yeah, work. Man, I have
1: this rule. (laughs) I have this rule. My partner and I cannot be in the same room working on our computers. That is my boundary in our home. We will not be in the same room working on computers. We compartmentalize our work. So that way, when we are in the same room, we're intentional.
2: Her narrative, drugs, I feel for you, brother. Blame her for not being accountable to her vows. Take over people. Yeah, yeah, drugs do. Blame her for not being more present with me. And I've realized that I wasn't present with her. That's an empowered statement. So, guys, tell me about some responsibilities. What was your responsibility here? What is your responsibility moving forward? You know, we've taken some ownership. We've clarified what we're feeling guilty over. She changed. She's not the person I married. And sometimes we change. I, sometimes
1: this happens and I see this. Man will start working on himself. And every
2: guy has this dogma when they come in. Like, man, what if I outgrow her? What if you do? What if you do? What if she outgrows me? What if she does? What if the sky suddenly turns red and the apocalypse
1: happened? What if, what if, what if, what if? There is no conviction and certainty in what if.
2: I mean, what if I just literally fucking explode? That'd be a wild Tuesday for you guys. What if? What if is fickle? It's inconsistent. There's no certainty. There's no conviction.
1: When we take responsibility and when we take ownership,
2: fuck it. We're bringing the board. Desk down. Yeah, you guys weren't expecting that one. So, guys. When you bridge to ownership, you can take responsibility and it leads to freedom. And guess what? This leads to
1: conviction in the path that you were on. Until you are here, you're going to be stuck here in fucking limbo and stuck in the guilt cycle. And I don't want that for you because I've seen worse men make a better situation of worse situations. Now, you guys have an innate opportunity here. Because you're on this call, there's many men that don't even know that this exists. There's many men that are out there, and I meet them all the time because apparently I'm like a beacon. Come chat with me if you're a man that's hurting. It literally happens randomly. I'll be walking down the street, and a guy will chat with me,
2: walking the dogs. He's like, man, He's like, how's your day? It's like, man, I'll tell you. And every time I'm like, oh boy, here it goes. But guys, you have an opportunity here because there's power in community, and there's strength in numbers. But for the guys that are
1: stuck in the guilt, shame, and blame cycle, there's no growth here. I empathize for you, and I feel for you. However, it's time to pick yourself up and drink from the well of yourself and begin again. How many guys actually have a game plan of getting out of where they're currently at?
2: Put the number two in the chat if so. And I'm going to drop this link for y'all that are on this, because only you guys get this. Just make sure it's nice and cohesive for you. Boom. You guys can click that assignment link, follow it, fill it out. You can download it as a PDF, too. That's for all of you guys that are here live. How many guys are sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Put the word yes in the chat. No. Dave J, I know, brother. I know, man. I was actually about to message you just a little bit ago. I'm glad you're on here. No. No. So, for the guys that are sick and tired, of like feeling this
1: way, I'm assuming that you are here because you're trying to work on something within yourself. Is that correct? Does that sound correct? You guys can just give me a thumbs up. Now, I don't know what you've done so far. Like I have some guys on here that have gone through Thrive. I have some guys in here that are actually going through Revive. How many of you guys know what Revive is? Just give me like a hands up if you understand what it is. Uh, Dave J, this doesn't apply to you because we work together already, but Dave J is just here for extra credit. I love it. We've got guys that literally like will go through the office hours call, that was 2 hours ago, and then they'll go through the thrive call, and then they'll jump into this, and then they'll jump into the 12 noon call that I teach. I'm like, guys, what do you do for a living? Because you're you're spending like
2: 5 hours on these calls. But that shows me conviction because they're making it happen. Yeah. Anthony, uh, this is. I think you're in the wrong meeting, man. This is not here. You're not here for
1: AI. I'm not doing that training here. I did a training for, I think you just left too. Wrong, wrong Zoom. Sorry, brother. I'm not that cool. I only do those trainings for Thrive Plus. I literally did a training showing them how to leverage AI in their business. And it's so cool. So some of you know what Revive is. Some of you are ready to make a change. How many of you are like currently doing something? And I don't mean reading books. I mean, like actually like either going to a counselor, going to a therapist, like working with a coach, doing something. Put the word, the number three in the chat. If so, if you're doing something, because I cannot recommend doing something enough. And I don't mean books because men aren't transformed by books. Yeah, Dave J, you're working with me. Tom Brod, you're in Revive. So all these other guys, you guys are doing something. I love it. I'm going to post this link for the guilt cycle one more time so everyone gets it. Guys, I'm not going to drop this link inside the group. So when you get it, save it. Because this is only for you guys that are live here. Because I want you to take assessment for this guilt cycle.
2: Because for the guys that are stuck in here, I can't work with. I won't. I can't. Here's why. Because to those guys that are feeling guilty, that are feeling shameful, and that are blaming, I'm offensive as fuck. Because you feel like I'm picking on you when I'm not. I'm trying to bridge you from guilt to ownership. Because I want you to be free. Because this dogmatic
1: thinking you're stuck in of like not wanting to rock the boat, don't want to cause an issue, this in-between place of either waiting waiting for her to lean back in or waiting for her to call things off, or waiting for yourself to feel powerful or empowered enough to make a change,
2: that day's not going to come until you choose to take ownership. I mean that. It's not going to come. It's not just going to appear out of thin air. The marriage of your dreams isn't just going to happen from reading books. I'm sorry. Even if you're reading the good book, I'm all for it. But if you don't have a grid to get out of the now that you're in,
1: I want you to at least get a plan for it. Now, if you've done the communications masterclass, that's a great place to start. That's an amazing place to start. This call is great, but guys, this isn't even fucking T-ball compared to the real work that we do. Like, I mean this. We have a guy that came in. I started last week. He was living out of his house. He was displaced from his home. And he came in and I said, what does a win over the next week look like? So
2: honestly moving back into the home. I asked him, I said, okay, is there a court order? No. Okay. Are you on the mortgage? I own the home. Even better. Now I ask this because I need to know details,
1: because I'll never coach a guy to overstep like legalities. And I'll also never give feedback if it's something that is outside of my scope. But in it, we have this exercise called setting the narrative. That essentially supports in having a conversation that comes from a place of I feel instead of using accusatory statements. And guess what? Got a message from him last night. He moved in back, he moved back into the home, slept in the bedroom last night. They have firm bedroom boundaries and firm home boundaries. There's no intimacy that's going to happen. There's a level of neutral woman, and he knows what that looks like. He has a game plan of exactly how to address this moving forward. Seven days. He had been out of the home for six and a half months, close to seven. Hadn't seen his kids in three.
2: Seven days. No, I'm not saying that'll happen for all of you. But what I am saying is he had a plan. And he had support. And I told him, I was like, man, that's a big feat a big feat because you can't control her you can only control you but he did it and now we set another goal over the next week what else do you want to see happen
1: results don't lie